This is America's Webradio.com, the best in chat radio designed just for you. You're listening to America's Web Radio. And now time for the Classic Car Show with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber. Good morning and welcome to the Classic Car Show. Welcome to America's Web Radio. It's a beautiful day here in Atlanta, Georgia. And we have a very, very special guest on. And I'm going to let Steve introduce him in just a second. But uh, he is the director of probably numero uno museum in the country for classic cars. I I know we get a few arguments about that every now and then from some of the uh, other museums. But if there's... One museum that certainly stands out, and it has to be the AACA Museum. And uh, everybody that's in the classic cars, whether they're a member of AACA or not, uh, they do know what AACA means. And we're very, we're always honored to have uh, Steve Ronaldo uh, hosting the show. He's uh, been on the board of AACA, and uh, I, I'm not sure. I think he, he and his father may have started the uh, started the organization back 120 years ago or whatever. Could be, but, yeah, it could uh, very well be. Anyway, uh, Steve, I'm going to let you introduce our guest and uh, go for it. Hey, hey Mark, uh, Steve Ronaldo here. What we're uh, I want to do is take a couple minutes and and uh, talk a little bit about the. Well, you ought to say who you got there. Oh, I. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about the the uh, uh, location and the where and what and why and how and contact information first for the AAC Museum before we get into the the nuts and bolts of it. Sure, not a problem. Well, first of all, good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Fine, thanks. But uh, but yeah yeah I mean uh, for those of you that didn't catch, I'm, I'm Mark Lajewski. I'm the executive director of the AACA Museum in Hershey. Uh, I really want to thank you for the kind words that you said earlier about the museum. I'm not sure if we're number one, but uh, we certainly, uh, like Avis, try harder. So, um, but uh, but no, we are we're a great facility in, in Hershey, just uh, just a little over a mile away from the amusement park. And uh, of course, everybody associates uh, Hershey with chocolate, but uh, we also associate it with old cars as the you know, the national headquarters of the AACA and, of course, the great Eastern Ball Meet that we have every October. Um, but, uh, you know, the museum uh, opened its doors in 2003, and, uh, you know, we uh, continue to strive for great uh, permanent exhibits as well as uh, really cool and uh, entertaining uh, rotating exhibits throughout the year. Yeah, I, 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 I you know, being involved with AACA and, like, for seems like forever, and going back, even my father was. Um, the thing I like about the AACA Museum over a lot of the other ones is the specialty displays uh, that you guys put on. And I, you know, it's going to sound kind of weird, but I think my f- my favorite one, and I happened to be there for maybe it was an. Uh, uh, the, the national awards thing you had the the the, the Negro League ba- baseball stuff in the in the basement and the buses yeah, and was, all that. Uh, that that was several years ago that was yeah. so cool because you had two of the guys 
who played in the Negro League Baseball sitting down there, and they'd come and, t- and tell you the most hilarious and wonderful stories about their experiences while playing baseball. So it's not just car stuff. You guys do stuff, you know, that, that has a has a, an other meaning to it. The buses, of course, are cool, but these guys were great. I, I think every time I go by there, I think of that. That was probably one of the coolest things I ever got to to go to to listen to these guys and you've had what port I don't you have a current isn't it Porsche that you have now going on Porsche display Actually, right now we are we we did Porsche about a year or so ago uh, we just uh, uh, a few months ago wrapped up our our Lotus exhibit which uh, got a huge amount of uh, accolades and and draw but right now we have uh, uh, an exhibit for the summer we call the Family Affair, and it's all about station wagons. Cool. By, by the way, uh, Mark, I, I hope you don't mind, but we've uh, got your website up on our Ustream, and so anybody that tunes in can go to uh, listen to the show as well as uh, look at <coughs> your website. And I want to remind everybody that they can go to www.aacamuseum.org and uh, take their own tour uh along with us and uh, it, it's yeah, that, quite a website yeah that's great thanks for the plug yeah and, and if, you, if you can't make it to the museum uh, <laughs> uh, we do have a, a, a page on our uh, on our web page and you can take a virtual 360 degree tour so yeah that's it's it's really pretty cool uh, but I, I really think stuff that you're doing like these little these these deals this station wagon thing the family affair I think that's so cool. And I know other mu- museums are very jealous because they they don't have the reach that you guys have. One of the things that I think is really interesting that AACA has is you're part of the Smithsonian stuff. Yes, yeah, we are we are a, a Smithsonian affiliate. Um, we are we are very thrilled to uh, have that uh, that affiliation and be able to work with the people down there in Washington D.C. Um, you know, we are. Uh, we're doing some uh, great collaborations, and uh, we've got uh, an exhibit com- that we uh, hope to have in the beginning of 2017, which should be uh, very, very educational. That uh, we are sort of co-curating with the, uh, the Smithsonian, and we're sort of reaching into the areas that that they maybe have not, never ventured before. So it, it, it's a new thing for both us and the Smithsonian. Yeah, you have you have they, you've had George Washington's car, first car on display in the lobby, I think. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I I was just I'm watching your your website and uh, I love your Cuban tour. <laughs> that's that's yeah. Uh, that I mean that that turned out fantastic. I mean we we really weren't sure uh, how many people were going to pony up uh, to do that. Uh, I mean, it wasn't uh, it wasn't uh, an inexpensive tour, uh, but uh, it, it turned out to be hugely successful. So much so that we scheduled a second one uh, for later on this year. So I mean, it was, uh, it was just a, a great, great uh, event. Uh, everybody that came back were, were thrilled. Uh, and to it would definitely uh, you know, indicate that they would you know do it again. It was one of the best times that they had. Did you go? I did not. I, I you know unfortunately I had this thing called work. Oh <laughs> yeah. This, I guess every car in Cuba is a classic, isn't it? Well, I mean there are new car, newer cars there that are brought in, 
uh, you know, from the uh, from the Russian side and, and, the, and the European side. But uh, you know, things are very, very expensive there. So, I mean, you do see newer cars, but um, you know, and and the cars that are down there, uh, you know, the most famous ones are the ones that are running around the street, obviously, and they have sort of morted into their own. <laughs> Brand, yeah. sort of you mean the '57 uh, you know, Chevy like with the yeah? I uh, the other thing I've got to ask too. Looking at your uh, the family affair that uh, with the station wagons and all that, do you uh, you you pinpointed my family as I was growing up? We my mother we had uh, there were two of us, then three of us, and uh, we always took what I you know we, just people don't do it anymore. But my father was in a position that. Uh, uh, we'd take four and five and six weeks uh, vacations in the summer, and we always had the big station wagon. And the the one that I remember best was the uh, fifty five. I think it was a fifty five Chrysler, and it had the uh, air conditioning in in the front as well as on the uh, uh, on the back seat over the back seats. Uh, had a, a bar type thing. Uh, actually, it was fairly large. Uh, Air conditioning. So, do you have a '55 Chrysler uh, station wagon in in your family affair thing? No, I'll, I'll tell you. I, I wish I did. Um, you know, we when when we opened up our, uh, our our large Tucker exhibit, which is a permanent exhibit, we lost about uh, 5,200 square feet of rotating exhibit space. So, we've had to sort of rethink um, the way we put on our rotating exhibits. So, I probably could have had a hundred station wagons. I think the people out there. That own these cars and uh, were 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 so uh, enamored with these cars, were so thrilled when we, when we announced our station wagon exhibit. Um, I you know I, I think every every Volvo P eighteen hundred ES owner out there <laughs> has contacted me. Uh, but uh, we I mean we have some very very unique wagons, but unfortunately we just could not place them all. Mark, how, how many cars does AAC, the museum have in its permanent collection that you? That you you rotate in and out and do stuff total total. Yeah, cars. we have we, we probably own in our collection about uh, it varies, but uh, let's say about 140 cars, and uh, obviously we don't put them out on display all the time, uh, especially now that you know when we when we do like the, the station wagon exhibit, most of those vehicles are loaned to us by people that have great examples, so. At any one point in time, we have on display about 70 to 80 cars, about a dozen buses, and probably over 30 to 40 motorcycles and scooters and such. Yeah, it it, it, it is an amazing collection. Because every time I go, and, you know, of course, being involved with ACA, I, I go up there quite often, other than just the the, the main October October deal. Uh, it, it seems like there's always something new going on in there. Something Absolutely, you know the the, the one thing that you know, and I don't I don't care what kind of car, what kind of museum it is, whether it's the car museum or art museum or natural history museum. The one thing that 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 always bothered me, even as a kid, is you go to a museum and you see the really cool displays, and you go there ten years later, and it's the same thing, just with you know, and it really hasn't changed. So I said, I like to change things up as much as possible. I try to walk through the museum several times a day, 
And, you know, there's times that we'll just, you know, this car's been here for too long. Let's pull it out, put something else in its place. Sure. So, sure. Uh, so how often do you do you change out the whole museum? If I, if I were to come up today, what would I see? Would it be totally different uh, in three months? Well, uh, as, as we talked earlier, right now our main feature exhibit is the station wagon, uh, mm-hmm. and that will run till uh, right after the fall meet in October at Hershey. Uh, once that once that is over, we'll 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 have about a about a four week window where we'll change out. We'll put micro cards in. Also, right now we have a display of of uh, motorbikes and scooters, which is a small little small displacement bikes that uh, you know usually didn't get the respect of, that, that <laughs> the bigger bikes got. So that, that's been a huge draw. Um, we also have right now in one of our art gallery rooms a collection of ra- uh, uh, radiator mascots. Oh, that's uh, photographed, photographed by Michael Furman. And uh, if you know anything about automotive photography, you know Michael Furman is one of the one of the uh, quote unquote rock gods out there. I mean, he he photographed all of Ralph Lauren's cars and does a lot for Pebble Beach and stuff like that. So we've got a really great uh, uh, representation of, of his work as far as his, his new books on, on Radiator Mascot. That's that's really cool. I, I think the mascots are, are the uh, some of the coolest stuff because there used to be a guy that would come to Hershey, the only guy, and I can't remember his name, that that had. An arm I had a guard, an armed guard at his spot. Do you remember that guy that used to have? And he always had one or two really weird mascots out, like that, the sh- the, the something really peculiar. Oh yeah. And and he was. Can you name this? Yeah, he was always over on the white field. That guy. Yeah. Uh, with yeah. Uh, yeah. with yeah, that stuff. Really, I mean, you know, so, so we have we have a lot of what I want to call a primary. Uh, exhibits going on, and then we have a lot of little other little tertiary exhibits that are, you know, like the the, the B list or the, or the C list that are just, you know, just small little. I mean, right now we've got in one of our other art galleries a Back to the Future DeLorean because this is the the, the 30th anniversary of, of that movie. So, and that's got, got a lot of people coming in to just to see that car. <laughs> Mark, Mark, how did you get involved with the museum and, and uh, a, a little bit of your history? Well, I mean, I've always been a car guy. Uh, I was practically born in the front seat of an MGA. Uh, <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't throw a ball to save my life. I was always the kid that was picked last uh, during gym class to be on the team, so I've always played with cars. It's always been my passion. Um, you know, I was I was sort of, uh, when the museum opened up in 2003, I was sort of in, in somewhat involved with them, uh, on the side, uh, for a period of 20, 12 years, I was the, uh, the, the manager, curator, restore historian for a uh, very famous uh, private collection. Um, and, you know, was uh, uh, probably one of the, one of the best uh, professional times of my life. Uh, you know, we were able to go to all over the world looking for cars and restoring cars and um, great, you know, Fantastic, fantastic uh, machines and, and really great people, um, and, and we would occasionally, in that position, loan cars to the museum for for their exhibit. So, I mean, I was very familiar with the uh, the staff and the 
and the other folks involved in, in the AACA Museum. And uh, a few years ago, the gentleman I worked for passed away, and uh, it was time to move on. And at about that same time, they had an opening for the executive director position, and it was sort of just a natural fit for me. Uh, Mark, with that, we're going to have to take our first break. We're running a little bit over, but uh, we'll be back with Mark and talking about the AACA Museum right after this. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about antique car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. Don't be hoodwinked by the left who wants you to believe the fairy tale that we can power America on butterflies, rainbows, and pixie dust. I'm Marita Noon. Get the truth about energy on my show, America's Voice for Energy, only on America's Web Radio. Affordable health insurance was the promise of Obamacare. But for many, the government mandate caused more problems than it solved. This is Dr. Elena George from Medicine on Call. And I want to tell you about a truly affordable alternative allowed under Obamacare, Liberty HealthShare. Liberty HealthShare bypasses doctor and hospital panels, giving you the freedom to choose. And with a maximum of $500 out-of-pocket per person and 100% coverage up to $1 million per year per occurrence, you can rest assured knowing you and your family are protected. Coverage starts as low as $107 per month and also includes dental, vision, pharmacy, and holistic care. Liberty HealthShare puts you back in charge of your health. Visit them online at libertyoncall.org. Again, for a true affordable alternative to Obamacare, visit libertyoncall.org or call toll-free 1-800-714-6993 today. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. And we're back on the Classic Car Show. We're talking to Mark. And Mark, do you mind pronouncing your last name one more time for us? Sure, it's Lajewski. Lajewski, right? Yeah, close enough. Close. I just said it's been butchered so much that you can't <laughs> offend me by mispronouncing it. Right. Okay, so Mark L., yeah, the, you know, my father was in radio for years, and he went by Henry L., so that's that's perfect. <laughs> okay. Uh, was he uh, up in the Pennsylvania area? Or? Uh, upstate New York. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, so you're sort of used to all of this and uh, grew up around it, I guess. Absolutely. Uh, anyway, uh, Mark is the uh, director of the AACA Museum in Hershey, Pennsylvania. What a wonderful... Uh, uh, you you must uh, just wake up excited and ready to go to work every morning. Absolutely, you know it, it, it's great, and uh, you know when I walk around and say uh, you know hi to all the staff and docents every morning, and and the other volunteers, you know they always ask me how my day is going. And it's like you know what, every day is a good day. That's that's super. Let me ask, um, do you all and and I'm I know Steve probably already knows the answer to it, but. In getting your cars, do you all do or farm out any of your restoration, or do you do your own restoration, or how's? Yeah, well, being a nonprofit, um, you know, we, we we have those nonprofit blues that we just do not have the fundings to do restorations. I mean, we have we do have a mechanical shop here, and we have a great uh, 
great uh, group of dedicated volunteers that come in and do mechanical repairs on the car. But actual uh, restorations, we really don't um, have the funds for that. But I can say that we have been really thrilled to be partnering with the Pennsylvania College of Technology in Williamsport, Pennsylvania. And uh, I sit on their advisory committee for their restoration course. And they have a two-year restoration course. Um, and the students at Pentec have been working on a number of our vehicles uh, through, and through uh, you know, generous funding from from certain regions and uh, and other like-minded people. We've been able to get some great cars restored. They just finished a uh, a, a '70 Chevelle LS6 SS, SS uh, Coupe, uh, which is one of the cars that came out of that uh, that famed. Uh, trailer collection in Wisconsin years ago. So, I mean, they, they did a spectacular job, and they've already got their first junior or senior with it. Yeah, they did. So they did. Yep, they so, got a senior. Yep. The, 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 it's really great to be able to uh, partner with uh, with the college and, and get uh, uh, younger people involved. That You know, everybody in the hobby has been so afraid that nobody, no, none of the younger people are, are really into cars, and I can tell you that's, that's not true. Yeah, very, very much true. They, they, they do a nice program, and Earl Mowry on the national board does a, a ton of stuff with that. And they're, they're, I think they're going to catch up and maybe even pass McPherson as things go. Time goes on. Uh, well, you know, McPherson is a four-year, and, and uh, Penn College is a, is a two-year. But uh, you know, I tell you what, every time I go up there on campus in Williamsport, I am so jealous that I, I wish I, you know. Had that opportunity when when I was uh, you know eighteen or so to yeah. go, go to a place we like didn't that. have it that is stuff. just world class. We didn't have that. We did, that didn't exist. There was no interest. You know, they, we yeah, they auto no, shop. You know, <laughs> yeah, I mean auto shop. Basically, you know, I I took that in high school and it basically just hit on the very very basics. You know, if they if they taught you you know how to change the oil and and uh, how to change the tire, that was about it. You know, but. Um, uh, but uh, no, it's it's really thrilling to see see younger people, uh, you know, buck the trend and uh, and get back into the uh, the collector car world. Speaking huh. of this, young people, uh, my job on AACA, the one I enjoyed the most on the board, was uh, the youth development stuff, and and uh, I worked with Ta- Tabitha Hammer now. Uh, yep, absolutely. <laughs> not Salisbury anymore. With the uh, the Haggerty judging program, what kind of special programs does the AACA Museum have uh, for youth involvement, or not even just youth? Yeah, youth is kind of a goofy word, but younger people, you know, even college age kids and stuff. Yeah, I mean, we we certainly uh, we try to do a lot of of, of community outreach programs and get kids involved um you know whether it's something as simple as you know on collector car appreciation day giving out uh, free rides and free ice cream to kids you know so i mean we we do a lot uh, we work with the uh, the local milton hershey schools uh and and of course as i said you know Penn college um you know we try to have family family friendly days at the museum and, and get kids involved in, in, in all sorts of little projects um, we you know we have an, 
we have an education committee, and we've been working with uh, Lebanon Valley College to uh, to create uh, curriculum for uh, junior high school students that can be taught, and, and that, that can actually be found on our on our webpage. Oh, really education cool. Stuff. That's that's your, that's really cool. So there's there's something available. Like if a local AACA region wanted to 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 use a or do a youth program, there are things available on the website that they can they can do if they want to go to a junior high school and talk about antique cars. Yeah, or even even if uh, you know teachers needed some kind of a curriculum to. To you know, put a program on for for their for their students. Uh, you know, it, it's available online. That's great. I I just wonder how we can get the information out that it's there. That's, yeah, that's, that's the it, hard part. It, 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 if, you know, if, if you go on the museum website at you know aacamuseum.org and go into the education selection, it, it, you know you'll be able to find it there. Yeah, so after I'm gonna, let me think about a way we might be able to 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 use that stuff. I think that's. That's key to this hobby. I, one of the things we were just on a horse's carriage tour and the vintage AACA vintage tour, and it's night. And I agree with you. It's nice to see the number of young people that are getting involved. Uh, you know, right? Like I did, riding with your parents on a tour and grandma and grandpa and stuff. I, I think it's grow. I, I I am not as pessimistic as I once was. Uh, with things like what you're doing and other things are doing and people trying to schedule the the young people into this, uh, getting them involved in all of this kind of stuff. So I'm really glad you're doing that. Uh, The other thing is, one of the other things I want to ask is, is for me, AACA members don't pay to go to the museum. Go to the museum, right? That's correct. That's that's one of the perks of being an AACA member is that uh, you know you and your your, your spouse are, are are free to get into the museum any, anytime you want. Cool. And what's the regular entrance fee or the, the it's, cost? It's you know it, it's very reserved. It's twelve dollars for adults and eleven for seniors and nine for kids. And nine for kids. You know, you, I mean, basically, you can't go to the movies anymore for for you know for twelve dollars or whatever. Well, we we do because I'm cheap. I go to the dollar movie. Oh, there you go. <laughs> you, you, get to, you get to see Evan Costello. <laughs> yeah, they have three stooges and stuff. Um, what's your average attendance a year? I just out of this is things I've always wondered. You know. Yeah, we get uh, we we average about sixty thousand people plus a year, and it's it's been growing a little bit every year. So. Yeah, compared to some of the other other famous museum like Owl Head, Owl's Head, and a few of these other ones, you're probably you probably have more visitors than they have. Well, I mean, we're, I mean, you know, in, in, in fairness, we are very fortunate to have, you know, a wonderful town of uh, you know Hershey and Hershey Park right next door to us. So that yes. certainly does does help us in the summertime. I mean, you know, the wintertime can be can be brutal, and it, you can hear the you know the crickets chirping, so to speak. But uh, you know, come uh, you know come summertime, or especially if it's a, uh, a school holiday, we always try to have something special going on to, to, to bring families in. So, so you're open 365 days. I assume Thanksgiving and Christmas and Easter you're closed, but other than that, you're uh, you're open. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know the the Christmas, Thanksgiving, uh, we're, we're, we're closed, but pretty much, you know, 4th of July, we're open till late, 
because of the fireworks display that you can see from the museum. We always have Easter egg hunts. And so, I mean, we're pretty much open, uh, you know, almost all the time other than a couple of days for, 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 you know, two or three major holidays. And, and snow doesn't slow you down, huh? Well, I'm from the Adirondacks in New York, so I'm <laughs> used to snow. So it's, yeah, it's a, that, that doesn't bother me. Well, I tell you what, we've come up uh, again to a break, so we'll be back with Mark, and Mark L., as a matter of fact, from the director of the AACA Museum in Hershey, Pennsylvania, right after this. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about anti-car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. Whether cruising the Strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. Watchdog is a term given an organization like the United States Justice Foundation, which since 1979 has been watching out and, when necessary, taking the appropriate action from testifying to litigating to protect our constitutional rights. USJF, a nonprofit organization, is nationally recognized not only as a watchdog, but many in the government, as well as those involved in legal cases, have also called the USJF a bulldog for the tenacious approach in their presentation and proof of what is right. Find out more at www.usjf.net. Support USJF as they support you. Did you miss a show that you really wanted to hear? All of our programs are available for download on americaswebradio.com and on iTunes. You can listen to your favorite programs on americaswebradio.com anytime you like. Don't be hoodwinked by the left who wants you to believe the fairy tale that we can power America on butterflies, rainbows, and pixie dust. I'm Marita Noon. Get the truth about energy on my show, America's Voice for Energy, only on America's Web Radio. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. And we're back on the Classic Car Show. Uh, Steve Ronaldo is doing an interview with Mark L. from the AACA Museum in Hershey, Pennsylvania, the number one classic car museum in the country and uh, open 360, two or three days a year. <laughs> and uh, uh, I'm looking forward to getting up there and seeing it one of these days. I know Jim and uh, Steve's obviously been up there many times, and I know Jim uh, Weber's been to the museum, so I, I'm looking forward to be counted as one that uh, has gotten to go through it at some point. What would you... Uh, as you said, uh, Mark, you all change exhibits fairly frequently. Um, is there anything that has been or is stationary that's your favorite? Well, I mean, obviously the most uh, uh, thing we're proud of is our is our newly opened uh, Tucker Gallery, which opened up uh, almost a year ago. And we are very blessed to have the world's largest collection of Tuckers, Tucker 
and, and tucker history and, and tucker uh, automobilia in the world. Uh, we have three tuckers, we, including the uh, the first one off the uh, prototype production line, 1001. We have the uh, only remaining car with an automatic transmission. We have uh, the factory test chassis. We have uh, a dozen or so of experimental engines uh, and just, uh, you know, a huge treasure trove of, uh, of Tucker automobilia. But we, we, that is probably our, uh, right, right now, our, our uh, crown jewel of the, of the museum. Very impressive. If you, if you just want to, and you've seen the movie and stuff, <laughs> you can spend a lot of time just looking through the Tucker stuff. It's amazing. Um that just that part of the museum, I, I I think it's and the way you guys presented it and did that, you know the 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 way it's all set up is is really really cool. Yeah, thanks, Steve. I mean, we knew that this, once they go in, I mean, you know, this is like I said, this is a permanent exhibit and it will be here for everybody uh, for a long long time. And uh, we know, you know, if we were going to do it, we were going to do it right and. Uh, we were very fortunate to have a uh, one of our volunteers who was a uh, trained graphic designer and, and, and designer of museum sets uh, come on board with us, and uh, uh, he was really ready to roll up his sleeves. And, and we, we we said everybody everybody pulled together, and we did a fantastic job on it. We liked it. Yeah, I I, I I think that's really cool. But other than that, that's because that that's more than just cars. If you were to pick. The one car out of all of your permanent collection that belongs to you, that is probably well. Let's give. Let's pick the most unique, the 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 real, real weird one of the whole bunch. Oh boy! Oh boy! Yeah, yeah I know. I put <laughs> you on the spot with that one because yeah, I mean, I, I certainly you know, and and in, in my in my car passion, of course, I love them all, but I do gravitate towards the weird. So. Um, we we are very fortunate to have donated to us, and, and, and before, let me preface that by saying that all of our vehicles have been donated. We have not had to purchase a single vehicle, but uh, about three years ago, we received a very special concept car, the 1955 Flajol 4Runner, which was uh, uh, built and designed by William Flajol, who was the, uh, the father of the Nash Metropolitan. And uh, Mr. Plajol had bought a Jaguar uh, XK120 and used it for racing and, uh, and really enjoyed the car so much. And then after a year or two, took the body off, which you know you would think would be a sin, and sculpted this fantastically wild uh, fiberglass body one off on, on the on the Jag chassis. So it's. It's really stunning, and people can't believe that it's... It, That's a it's new thing. I, I don't know. If, uh, is it on display? Uh, currently, it is not. I mean, uh, we, we, we'll, we'll be having a couple of uh, Concours events uh, uh, throughout the year, but uh, it's it's really wild. And if you go on our, on our website under the collection, <laughs> you'll be able to see the car there. But it's, it's purple and white, has a sliding plexiglass roof, and it is... It is just a, a really wild machine. <laughs> you, go, you bring it to Hilton Head? Uh, I'm not going to Hilton Head this year. You know, we can only do we can only do so much with the funds that we have, and uh, 
um, you know, so we'll we'll be sticking closer around the home this year. Yeah, because I'm I'm gonna I, I'm involved in next year with the uh, uh, reliability tour down there. I'm the the liaison between the ACA and the, the local club. Anyway, all right, let's continue that sort of thought. Which one of your cars would you consider the most prestigious? Of you know, like Duesenbergs or or yeah. Well, we have. I mean, we we have a number of Pierce Arrows, and we had this really fantastic uh, 1928 uh, Pierce Arrow limousine that is just stunning. It it won its class at Pebble Beach uh, years ago, and it's, it's a fantastic machine. Uh, we also have a. Uh, a 30-cord L29 uh, Oh, that's, which is, they're gorgeous. God, what a car. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it is a stunning car. Uh, it, was, it was restored by Al Pruitt and Sons uh, a number of years ago, and it's held up well. And as a matter of fact, it, it's, it's sitting in a trailer in my driveway right now because I'm going to a event tonight and showing the car off. So. Oh, really? Where, what, what's tonight? Well, tonight uh, in the community I live in, uh, I live near Pottsville, Pennsylvania, and they have been having uh, a cruise there for the last 20 years, and it sort of it used to be a week-long thing, and it sort of morphed into more of a, uh, a, a huge, huge uh, cruise-in car show. Uh, it, you know, it, it, gra- it brings in so you know hundreds of cars. You're really going to great. Yingling, aren't you? You're not going to a car show. You're really going to Yingling in Pottsville, right? Yeah, which is just around the corner. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> Yeah, we, we were just there. That was one of the stops, and, and I went to that little Jerry's place up there. That's kind of cool. Yep. It's got some weird stuff in that place. Yep, J- Jerry's a good friend of mine, and actually he was the chair for the Pottsville Cruise for years. So, uh, you know, I said I've, I've always brought a car to the, to the, to the Pottsville Cruise as a favor for Jerry and all the other people that work hard on there. And it's, uh, it's, it's a great event. And, uh, you know, it, uh, you know, you pull up in something on an Accord L29, uh, yeah, <laughs> obviously it, it gets a lot of attention. I would think so. One of the things that I know David always asks, and I'll, I'll ask you in his stead, is take us a quick a, a tour in the museum How, when you when you come in and as you go around. See, one of the things that people don't understand. I've been there enough. It's not just a bunch of cars on a floor in just sitting there. There are themes to where a lot of the cars sit. So could you take yeah, a few minutes? And I mean, when, when, yeah, go yeah. ahead. Well, when, when you walk into our lobby, you, you know, the first thing you either buy are, are, are two revolving turntables that usually have a couple of featured cars, and, and, we, and we rotate our, our lobby cars out quite a lot. Uh, you know, right now they're reflecting the station wagon theme. But uh, the museum is pretty much set up, uh, we, we, we nicknamed it Sea to Shining Sea, uh, where it's set up in, in separate vignettes or dioramas uh, going across the decade. And as you go across the decade, you also go across the country. So our first scene is an early blacksmith shop that would be set up at Battery Park in New York in the, you know, the late 1890s and early 1900s. And we have a fully functional uh, belt-driven machine shop there that you can you know, push the buttons and operate the machines and You'll see the very, very early uh, cars there. And as you move out of that vignette, you'll go into the 1920s. And 
a number of years ago, we hired a, a local artist who worked in conjunction with the Hershey Historical Society, and we had these great big, huge hand-painted murals of Hershey in the 1920, uh, and it was taken, you know, used by photographs and everything like that, so it's very period correct. And there, and, and of course, in that scene is where we house some of our 1920s cars. We also have a, a representative of a covered bridge because you know you can't think of Pennsylvania without having covered bridges. Uh, and you know we have a car in there. When you move into the 30s, uh, you know Art Deco you think of. So we have replicated uh, a great uh, South Beach Miami scene. Uh, where we house our, our, our typically our cars from the 30s, uh, which is always a, a great era and a, and a favorite among many. Across from that, uh, we have a, a, a 1940s Atlantic gas station that's fully set up right down to the little hose that you jump on that dings the bell. <laughs> uh, so so we, we house, you know, that's it, we house our, our 40s cars in there. Uh, as you progress through the museum, uh, you'll find uh, an, an iconic 1950s drive-in movie theater. Cool, I know that's cool. <laughs> so, and that's and that's always great. And then we we can change up the movies that we show depending on what we have for a theme for our, our rotating exhibit. Uh, and and as, I said, as you go across the country, it's you know you're you're moving across the uh, uh, time as well, and it, it ends up in the uh, the Golden Gate Bridge in San Francisco where we display. Well, originally it was seventies, but now it's eighties, and and soon it'll be, it'll be ninety. Oh, don't now remind me. You know, <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I want to stop right here. Um, we're going to be taking a break in a minute, but Mark, let's let's. You just said something very interesting, and and uh, you're the first curator, first director of a museum that I know of that we've ever asked this question, or I've ever asked this question. Let's let's jump ahead uh, fifty years. And uh, I'm sure you'll still be at the museum. Uh, Steve and I will be looking I'll be at here. the I'll grass. Be here. You'll be there. Okay. I'll be here. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, let's jump ahead to <laughs> 50 years, 100 years, or <laughs> 75 years, whatever. And you said uh, you know, and you'll have 1990s in the museum at some point. But where's it? You know, today you walk outside and you look at a 2011 to 2015, and soon 2000. They all look the same. Are, are they going to? Are we going to have museum pieces? In your opinion, in in uh, fifty years? I mean, I, you know, I love the absolutely. Old you know, I mean, you know, one, one man's one man's trash is another man's treasure, and, and I'll tell you, you know, if you know, if you, for the for the people that don't know cars all that well, they're going to tell you that all nineteen twenty cars look the same. People will tell you that all nineteen thirties cars look the same. So, I mean, you know, and, and, and you can look through the history of time and see that cars have progressed, but they also copied each other. So, you know, it is somewhat true that, you know, I mean, obviously you can tell the difference between a, a Mustang and a Camaro and, a, and, a, and a, uh, a Challenger, but, you know, they all sort of follow that that same mantra. And, you know, there's some really cool cars out there uh, today that uh, I think that you're going to see, you know, people are going to say, hey, I remember those. You have the, you have it, your it Tesla. It's all about it. Is all about memories and nostalgia. Do you have your Tesla for the museum put away? Uh, we don't have a Tesla. We do have Tesla chargers <laughs> out front. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I tell you, on, on that note, we're going to uh, take our last break. And, Mark, we certainly appreciate it. And if you'll hold on, we'll be back talking more about the AACA Museum in Hershey, Pennsylvania, right after this. Affordable health insurance was the promise of Obamacare. But for many, the government mandate caused more problems than it solved. This is Dr. Elena George from Medicine on Call, and I want to tell you about a truly affordable alternative allowed under Obamacare, Liberty HealthShare. Liberty HealthShare bypasses doctor and hospital panels, giving you the freedom to choose, and with a maximum of $500 out-of-pocket per person and 100% coverage up to $1 million per year per occurrence, you can rest assured knowing you and your family are protected. Coverage starts as low as $107 per month and also includes dental, vision, pharmacy, and holistic care. Liberty HealthShare puts you back in charge of your health. Visit them online at libertyoncall.org. Again, for a true affordable alternative to Obamacare, visit libertyoncall.org or call toll-free 1-800-714-6993 today. This is Michael Gano with the Middle East Research Center Limited, bringing you insight to Israel, the truth about the greatness of the Jewish state and its struggle for sovereignty and security every Sunday at 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about anti-car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. And we're back on the Classic Car Show with Mark L. from the AACA Museum in Hershey, Pennsylvania. So my, I have job security for the next 50 years doing the Classic Car Show. Is that, is that right, Mark? Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and as I said before the break, you know, collecting cars and, and just admiring cars is about nostalgia and, and about your personal memories. You know, it's... Uh, you know, the cars I grew up with in the, in the 60s and in the 70s, you know, people that were a generation behind me would think, ah, eh, they're just used cars. But to me, they're cool. You know? and, <laughs> I think I've know, heard I that before. What, we, <laughs> yeah. We have, uh, we, we were donated a year or so ago an E5 Ford Escort, which is probably one of the nicest Ford Escorts you're going to see. And I'll tell you what, I put that out on the lobby or somewhere and bring that to a show, and that gets huge crowds around it. So uh, because of because of people that are younger and say, hey, that was my first car, or you know, I had one just like that, and so it's that people are very very appreciative of seeing you know cars of that era. But before I interrupted you, you were giving us a tour, and you we made it to the gas station, stepping on the bell. I remember that. I used to drive the guys crazy. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, and and we encourage kids to. To jump on that, you know. Obviously, most most kids today don't even know what that is, but uh, uh, but yeah, it's great. So I said, and, and as we you know we go through our decades, as I said, you know, we end up in the Golden Gate Bridge on the uh, on the West Coast, uh, and featuring our 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 seventies, eighties, and uh, ultimately it'll be our nineties cars. We also have an adjacent to that, of course, is the the Tucker Gallery that we talked about earlier, mm-hmm. and then we have a huge floor downstairs. Um, which have houses our museum of bus transportation, so we have some really great buses down there. 
uh, including some, you know, some famous ones uh, that were in movie props and stuff like that, like Forrest Gump and Speed and things. But some really, really cool, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the buses from the '50s and stuff like that. Uh, the double deckers and stuff are just amazing, and we we have our our Ford Alphabet collection, which you know people don't realize that there was other other cars besides uh, you know an A and a T. So we have a, a fully complete Ford Alphabet car from the early days of Henry Ford, and we also hold uh, you know our uh, our motorcycle displays and stuff like that on the second floor or on, on the lower level. And on our, our very top floor is our rotunda, and that's pretty much where we hold uh, a lot of our small motorcycle displays and our radiator mascots and, and artwork and stuff like that. So we have a little bit of something for everybody here. Now, have you had a wedding at the museum? We have had numerous weddings. I mean, we actually have a uh, in our, our event staff uh, a, a, a young girl who is... We, we nicknamed her our wedding ninja because she is just great. And we have we host probably anywhere from, you know, 15 to 30 weddings a year. And wow. we've been voted uh, twice as the best wedding venue in the area. So we do a lot of weddings. And you drive them away from the museum in your L29 cord, right? Uh, we typically do not. Now, <laughs> if you've ever been in an L twenty nine cord, you know that the bride's dress probably wouldn't fit well. <laughs> yeah, cool. Uh, so, just with the AACA Museum, what do you do? Anything special uh, for Hershey Week <clears throat> when we all of all of the the gathering of the clans in October? Oh, absolutely. I mean, that, that is that is our homecoming, and this year we are debuting something very special. Uh, in, in the past, we've always had our Wednesday night fundraiser, Night at the Museum. Yes. Uh, we, we've, we've changed that up, and we've, we've invented a, a new three-day event called Torttoberfest, um, sort of a, a takeoff of an Oktoberfest. And as I mentioned before, you know, we have a lot of vehicles that aren't on display because we don't have the room. So we have a, on the museum grounds, our, our quote-unquote super, super secret storage facility. We are going to open that up. <laughs> wow. We are going to open that up for Oktoberfest for Wednesday night, Thursday night, and Friday night. Uh, and we will have food and drink and tables and and everything down there uh, for anybody who wants to attend. Uh, you know, it'll be a different fair every night. One night it'll be... American, followed by Italian, followed by German, and uh, you know it'll all be family style served out there. All you could eat food, uh, you know, we'll even buy uh, your, your first <coughs> drink on the house. Uh, but yeah, we'll have entertainment. You'll be able cool. to see the cars that aren't on display. So it's it's going to you know Torktoberfest is going to be. Uh, well, I hope it's going to be a great event. What what will the cost be for for? It's 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 forty five dollars. Which is significantly less than the night at the museum that yes. we have at one twenty-five, and as I said it's it's all you could eat plus entertainment, and you can you know you can you can spend you know, four to nine there or or whatever, and you know and, and if you and twenty of your buddies decide to get together and go to a restaurant uh, on, on some night in Hershey, good luck trying to find a table, but we will have accommodations for for everybody to be able to show up there. And, hang out and talk cars and, and be surrounded by cars. Now, speaking of restaurants, do you all have a uh, 
little pub or, or something like that that uh, uh, folks, if they're coming to tour and they're there a couple of hours and they want to grab a bite, uh, do you have a place for that? Uh, at this point in time, we do not. That's on, that's on my wish list. I mean, we, we certainly do have vending machines, and we have an area down in the lower level where you could sort of sit down and relax and, and take in the cars. Um, but, uh, you know, we have a large catering kitchen and stuff like that that we do for our weddings and, and other special events. But, uh, you know, other than, uh, you know, like Porktoberfest or something like that, uh, we really don't have a, uh, a restaurant facility at this point in time. Well, what like about said, gift that's, store? That's on my wish list. <laughs> I assume you do have a gift store, though, right? Oh, we, we certainly do, yeah. We uh, we are very, uh, very heavy into items that you typically can't buy anywhere else. You know, today the the average shopper is very savvy, and, you know, with, a, with a, just, you know, powering up your smartphone, you can do some uh, some shopping online and, and, you know, at very competitive prices. So we decided to sort of reach out and just featured items, as I said, that you can't find anywhere. I mean, right now, we are the only venue in, in America that you can buy a Tucker model. I mean, the, the companies that made die-cast models all either went out of business or stopped making them, and uh, there were none to be had. So uh, we were very fortunate to hook up with, uh, with Brooklyn and the U.K., and they married, they've made three different models for our three different cars, and they are, you know, every one of them is slightly different. So, I mean, they're not they're not inexpensive, but they are very high quality. And like I said, you can't buy, unless you find one on the flea market somewhere or use one on eBay or something like that, you are not going to be able to get a Tucker model anywhere else. Mark, Mark, a minute ago you said that all the cars had been donated to you, that you all as a museum, haven't had to go out and buy any cars. So if, if we obviously have classic car folks listening to the show that um, are, are potential donors, what would you say or, or what, what are you looking for or will you take anything? And you want to go into that for just a second? Yeah, sure. I mean, as I said, you know, we, we represent the entire collector car community. So, you know, we, we've been donated, as I indicated before, you know, Cordell 29s and Pierce Arrows. But, you know, we also have, like I said, I, I'm always thrilled to see somebody uh, approach us about an 85 Escort or an AMC Pacer. or So I said, you know, really, really unique vehicles because, like I said, it, it's all about, you know, we, we want to sort of reach out to everybody and, uh, you know, and, and just tell the story of automobiles in general. So, I mean, we do have cars that are, are donated to us that are very, very great cars. We do have some people that donate a car and say, "Listen, you know, uh, you know, you can just sell it uh, for the proceeds of the, of the museum, and uh, you know, we'll be thrilled to help you in that way." So we, we uh, you know, we, we run the gamut, um, you know, and, and we we get uh, a number of cars a, a year donated to us. Do most of them come from the Northeast, or you get them from totally across the most country? Most of them come from the Northeast. Uh, occasionally, we we get a surprise of uh, somebody who has passed and has donated their cars to us. Uh, we just uh, not too long ago got a, a '51 Nash from uh, from uh, Las Vegas uh, that came out there, and uh, you know, it just you know, we got a phone call said. You know, my husband passed away. He wanted this car from the museum, so it's on a truck and it's heading your way. So that was a very nice surprise. Um, you know, we got a uh, we just recently received a, a forty-five, 
45 Chrysler Imperial uh, Crown, and that was uh, that was a great. And that came out of Wisconsin, so uh, we we do get cars from from all over. Um, but it's a, 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 a majority of those do come from here in the Northeast or Mid Atlantic area. And speaking, uh, how do, how do you you say your car is going to be sold? How how do you sell them if somebody's interested in you? you yeah, know. well, you know, and it, 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 it's always a, uh, a a dirty little secret that people don't realize. You know, people think that once you donate something to the museum, a museum, any museum, that's going to stay there forever. And unfortunately, you know, especially when we get into cars, is that most museums cannot. Uh, afford to either keep a car forever uh, and, and pay insurance on it and maintenance, or actually, you know, in some cases, like you, you know, storage. You know, if, if we'd have kept every car that was given to us, you know, we would, we, <laughs> we, we didn't have any room that they'd be busting out the seams. So we we do sell cars, um, and we have we we do it through a public venue. Uh, in other words, you know, so no, nobody can say, oh, I sold that 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 by million dollar car to Steve Renato for for five dollars you know it was, you know you shouldn't have done that so we er, everything goes to either a public sale whether it's eBay or great people at auctions America or something like that well that way everybody has a fair chance to put their hand up and bid on well I we're gonna have to wrap this up it's been great talking to you and, and uh, finding out a lot more about the museum Again, before we go, can you, you you just give addresses, phone numbers, website, anything sure, you want sure. to? Well, so the, the, web, can the website is the best is the best way to find out about us, and that's aacamuseum.org. And uh, you know we can be reached in, in Hershey, Pennsylvania. Uh, the number here is seven one seven five six six seven one zero zero. Mark, uh, we do appreciate it, and I bet you we're going to have you back on in the near future. My pleasure, guys. It's been a great time. Take care. All right. Bye. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening.